if you're looking for some straight-up marketing advice that's super chilled and also a bit of a laugh, then grab yourself a drink and get ready for Marketing and Margaritas, a podcast that makes marketing entertaining. Brought to you by Rebel Nation, direct from regional Queensland. Hello and welcome to Marketing and Margaritas. I'm Jade and I'm with the ever-lovely Lani. And today I'm also joined by Nicolette from The Neighbourhood Hub. And all three of us are sitting at Launchpad Studios. So this is the podcast studio. Actually, I shouldn't say podcast studio. It's an audio studio because they do voiceovers and all kinds of things in here too. Um, But it's an audio studio at Split Spaces here in Mackay. Um, They asked us to come along and do a guest session here and we couldn't resist. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much, guys. Definitely. Thanks for having us. So Nicolette, uh, the Neighbourhood Hub doesn't immediately tell me every single thing that you do. So why don't you give us a little bit of background instead? Yeah, well, firstly, thank you um, to Alana and Jade for inviting me along today. A little bit nervous. Hope I can convey the right messages and we'll see how we go. Just wait till we fuck up, man, and you'll be fine. (laughs) You're like, I can't do worse than that. That's what editing's for. Right? <laughs> yeah, true, true, <laughs> true, true. Um, I think it's 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 a difficult question to answer and that's not because we don't know what we do or I don't know what the organisation As the does. GM, I would hope that you've got <laughs> yes, a bit of yes. a grasp on um, maybe a couple of things. It's just, I guess, the variety of, of what we do. And the scope, man. It, it, and I think that that's something that does play into probably the challenges that we've had with the social media world. In a nutshell, it's one organisation at two locations. So we've got the 4 George Street Centre and then the 43 Shakespeare Street Centre. If I break it down into what we concentrate on across the 12 programs that are delivered, and when I say 12 programs, there's so many activities that fall underneath those programs as well. So it's that family support. Mm-hmm. Then we've got the emergency relief, so those people who are in crisis. Yeah. We've got financial wellbeing, so a free financial counsellor and financial wellbeing officer, and a lot of work in the migrant settlements, so newly arrived migrants in Mackay and multicultural. There's five programs that have that focus. And then that, I guess, um, pit stop for parents, for children zero to five, who access a range of you know information, resources, referrals. So 18... Team members, all female, 35 active volunteers, majority female. Um, So there's a lot of stuff happening. But that's super easy to manage too. Yeah, absolutely. All those different people, all those volunteers, all the people you service. Like I'm sure it's just your days must be so super easy. And the variety is something that we often um, joke about is there's no two days that are ever the same. We're the same end where it's literally like one of the things that the team always say that they love is that the variety, like it's so different. You get to do so many different things, but it's a challenge yeah. at the same time. Yeah. And that's, but that's part of what the fun is, I guess, is that challenge of that you are always doing different things in different spaces, but sometimes it's a little tiring. And you can never complain, yeah, that life is boring at either centre. So <laughs> you've got to take the good with the bad, I guess. Cool. So what we were bringing um, Nicolette on here to talk about today, because obviously we're a marketing podcast, so we're going to be talking about marketing. Mm -hmm. Um, So as a not-for-profit, you know, it's just a little bit of a different sort of perspective that needs to be taken. Um, Not that, you know, in business we have all this time and money. We certainly don't. But um, not-for-profit, the way that they need to do their 
um, resourcing is a bit of a different ball game. Mm. And so when it comes to marketing, it's like we know marketing is essential, but then when you don't have the time and or money, marketing is so often something that just falls off the yeah. side of the cliff. Um, so we wanted to bring Nicolette on here today to talk about basically marketing for a not-for-profit and the challenges and stuff that that faces. And um, specifically, um, you know, Nicolette's already given us the lowdown that social media has proven to be a massive channel um, that they've been focusing on. So we Rebel actually did the rebrand and everything for the Neighbourhood Hub back in the day. How long ago was that? I think that? it was July of 2019. Holy Yeah, dooly. it would have been, yeah. Uh, because wow, we that's finalized crazy. three years. Yeah. 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 And that was probably one of the best things we could have done. So oh, shucks. Oh, I mean the rebrand, not a, yeah, no, fair, fair. Both, both, <laughs> both. But um it 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 helps simplify what we do because you've got to remember prior to that, we were the George Street Neighborhood Centre. And two then, facilities. Yeah. And but then <laughs> and the Shakespeare yeah. Child and Family Centre. Oh. So if you worked yeah. at you would answer, Hi, I'm Nicolette from the Shakespeare Child and Family Centre. But that person on the phone may think, Well, I thought I was calling the George Street Neighborhood Centre. So I feel there was a lot of confusion around like who we were. Yeah. And I guess my ethos around and I was very nervous to put that rebrand to management committee because there's such a reputation and, and a lengthy period of George Street Neighbourhood Centre. You know, mm. we've been around for 30 odd years, but Woolworths is Woolworths wherever it goes. Coles yeah. is Coles wherever it goes. And I think, Jade, we had that discussion back when we were talking about the rebrand and, and naming and all of that. Regardless of what we do, we are the neighbourhood hub. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that just helps strengthen and I, the, the idea of who we, we were and who we want to be when we grow up. And the fact that we did those exercises and, you know, like we workshopped it with your team, they were the ones who were putting in the suggestions and, and their thoughts and feelings. And, you know, uh, you know, like I'm in private enterprise, I care a lot about my business, but, you know, when you go in for not-for-profit, one of the core things is that people absolutely need to love what they mm-hmm. are doing. And so the whole George Street neighbourhoods and that identity meant so much to them. Yeah. So them, you know, being a part of um, creating that that new identity for themselves mm-hmm. was really important and they were fantastic to work yeah, with. And what we came absolutely. out with was so simple but, you know, it's heartfelt and yeah, it's, yeah. you know, and it's awesome. just, yeah, yeah, it's really yeah. effective and, yeah, so sorry, this is not about the rebrand no, but no, I just want to no, mention yeah. that because I think it's been an important part of your marketing journey overall. Well, it's helped. I guess, that next step into the world of social media and marketing. And, you know, I also had to be mindful that I was still a new kid on the block. I'd only been there for, you know, a couple of years. And a lot of people had been there for a lot longer than I had. And I was nervous, not only for management committee to approve it, but for the team as well. But Mm -hmm. I think if you surveyed the team, they would say, apart from we got a really shorter email address instead of like George Street (laughs) NC, it's just tnhub.org.au. Everyone loves that. Um, (laughs) But it just helped to launch us into that next phase of marketing and, and who we were and, and, like I say, what we wanted to be when and we grew up. And communicating that to, yeah. to the public yeah. and stuff. Fantastic. So what we did want to talk to you about today is social media marketing for non-for-profit because your budget is limited, your resources and time is really important. So social media is something that you can do yourself and for yep. free, essentially. Yes. So we wanted to ask you, what platforms are you on and why did you choose them? When I started, we already had a Facebook page. So that was, a, I guess, one of the dominant, like we had a website, but Facebook was something that we were utilising. A lot of the team had a burning desire to 
tap into Instagram and start using Instagram. But I just felt we just didn't know how to do Facebook, so we couldn't commit to oh, two platforms. Voice Yay! of reason over here. Pat and, it on was, the back. and it was kind of like People do. They get so excited. They're yeah. like, they're like, oh, we really want to do East, uh, Insta. And I'm like, you've put two posts in three months on your Facebook. You don't have and a your following. audience is here. How about you get that channel yeah. up and running first and then I'll allow you to be on Facebook. <laughs> I think that was what I said to some of the team members as well. But Instagram. Eat your is, vegetables and you can have your Insta you dessert. Can, you can have, that's exactly <laughs> right. That's exactly right. So it, it predominantly was, yeah, Facebook and the website. And after the rebrand, we really stepped up the Facebook page. Once we could change it f- over to TN Hub, that took yeah. a lot of time. So much um, fun. I just love how easy Facebook makes those things. I know. Yeah, I think I reached champions. out to everybody <laughs> to try to help us because we just couldn't. I think at the end of the day, you've got to remember, we have like zero budget for marketing promotional. Yeah. None of us are classically trained in the weird world of social media or marketing or promotion. So we've learned a lot and a lot of lessons we probably didn't want to learn, but um, a lot of lessons that we had to learn because we're not experts in social media. So is Facebook the only platform that you're on now still? We're on Instagram still now. So we just have one person who oversees Instagram, Mm -hmm. um, Ella. So that's her little project. No one is allowed to touch Instagram. She's got her heart set on what it wants to look like and, you know, feel like and smell like. And if we want something on Instagram, we just forward it to Ella. She's the filter. She's the conduit. She Mm -hmm. is the person, the queen of our Instagram page and (laughs) takes great pride in it, I should add. And that's good when you've got so many different facets of what you do because everyone thinks what they do is super important Mm. and wants their two minutes of fame. So like if everyone kind of has their hint in the cookie jar. Yes. It can get very confusing and muddled for the audience. So if you've got that one person who's like streamlining and making sure that there's a share of voice, like everyone's getting their little time in the sun, et cetera, but doing it in a way that's really consistent, et cetera, for the page, that's definitely a good strategy. And that's what we've learned with the Facebook page. So I think it was was just too many people. Um, I think probably now we still have too many people, but we're all doing jobs. Like I'm the GM, we've got the coordinators, you know, so they're still doing their funded role. And I guess it's just an additional layer on what, if I can push their employment duties to be in that weird world of social media. You're now also a social media manager. Congratulations, yes, congratulations. on your promotion. Yeah. I knew this is what you wanted all along. Absolutely. Hopefully we get 20 likes in a day. Um, but no, it's not all about the likes. But, yeah, it's it's been It's been a wild journey and I think that there have been those points in time where we've checked in with other like local social media experts, if I can say that, who have probably said you're not using, like how about you try hashtags or how about you try emojis or how about you try um, little videos and or how about you don't schedule all your posts on one day? Like you can actually use a schedule. And we're like, what do you mean schedule posts? Like, What is the what, scheduler what is, that you speak yeah, of? Yeah, so then we schedule and then we overschedule and everything's still <laughs> happening on the same day. So um, it's just been a wild yeah, process to navigate. But we have probably quarterly meetings. We take really good focus of our insights. Um, oh, yeah, you look at your data. Yes. You're getting gold stars everywhere right now, Nicola. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I'll pass that back on the social media team. It's not <laughs> – they'll love it. Um, and I think even if you look at Christmas, we do that Christmas community appeal. So I'm going to use that as an example. We may overpost. So we're talking about – because people don't – people donate, they adopt a family, they want to share in that Christmas um, festive process, but – I guess there's those times that we're doing like four posts 
you know, how do we do that a little bit better? Because you know when you annoy people, um, <laughs> when all you see is just on the feed, it's just the neighbourhood hub, the neighbourhood hub. So it's after Christmas I feel like everyone maybe had had enough of the page mm. and also possibly because what was happening with the pandemic as well. But just trying to shift our focus into what is the next thing that we're promoting, I feel that we do a lot of promotion in terms of a lead-up to the event and what I've tried to say the team is that's good but maybe we should also show what happens like during an event or after the event. 100%. That's one of the biggest things with event marketing in general mm. that people um, sometimes miss opportunities with is that events are not just pre-marketing opportunities. Um, some of your biggest some of the things you can leverage the most are during and post-event yeah. marketing opportunities. Especially with you, when you're working with people in the community. It's like yes. their story, how they actually benefited yeah. from all that hard work that yeah. you guys have all yeah. done. So that leads me perfectly to ask, what if you had to pick one pro and one con for the social media channels you're on, what would they be that you've come across? The pro would just be the ability to create awareness of what we're doing. Yeah. And the con would just be there have been moments where we're like, we don't know if we're doing this right. And we How do you hope. overcome that? I think we look at feedback. So whether it's pulling aside maybe a playgroup mum or, you know, a multicultural community member and just having a bit of a chat about that, or we go to someone who's an external person, like a social media expert, and just say, is our page crap? Like, <laughs> <do> you, <laughs> when you look at that, is that what you want? But it's... And, and I think not focusing on the amount of likes. I mean, the engagement, the post engagement and the engagement in that insights will give you a good indication as to what we're doing right and maybe what we're not doing so right. So we focus, I'm very data driven. Um, and now that we've got a, a number of followers on Instagram, we can pull the data from Instagram as well. So you can see when anything that involves multicultural community or little people in terms of play group. It, the amount of likes and, and, and engagement we get is crazy. Oh, that's so good, mm. man. And like you said, it's that overall likes count, that overall follower count. It's not that it's not useful to keep an eye on that more for patterns than what the actual physical number is. Mm. Um, like we've seen people who will do competitions for like generic big items or whatever to grow their following, but it's not with their audience, you know. So like they've yeah. given away so much money to like, Kmart and stuff like that and it's like but did you actually get your audience on your page yeah. or not like yeah. that's that it's not it, otherwise it was a waste of time and money and my favorite part is when it's like giving away a prize for another service or another shop it's like you're not even bringing people inside <laughs> whoops yeah so that's that whole yeah the like and follow account definitely plays a part mm. but it's not the metric to hang your hat on no yeah. no it's the patterns and the growth in your engagement and mm. your reach that's mm. where we really want to be keeping our focus on and it's not just I think like yeah it's fantastic for being an indicator of whether your content is actually getting through to people whether it's what they want to be hearing from you all that type of thing but it's also I think just interesting to sort of see what does and doesn't land with people yeah, at, yeah. At, like from a broader sense, not just a marketing sense, but it can also be a, a bit of like, okay, when we post about this, we get such engaged, like the community is thirsty for this. Mm. This is what they're really wanting. Yeah. And so then it can actually play a part 
Um, and I'm not sure necessarily for you guys because I know your situation is a little bit complicated with funding and shit like that. But, you know, like if we're putting something out there and there's a great response, that's fantastic for your marketing. Yeah. But also that can be, you know, validation for services and products and, and what you're actually putting out there in the world and what you do as a business or an organization mm, as mm. well. So it's got like a bit of a broader uh, potential, you know, for you as well. Yeah. I think in that March of 2020, when we entered that first lockdown, we were really mindful of what we were putting on our Facebook page in terms of not the news updates and the constant, you know, ongoing and and ever-changing situation, but also being mindful that even if we weren't concentrating on that, people just felt information overload. Mm. So just trying to share short, sharp messages around what we were doing offline because we were working from home and we were very mindful at that point in time as to what we wanted, you know, because we didn't know how long we were going to be in lockdown for, but how long that period and what that was going to look like. We just wanted to do things differently, I guess. And I think sometimes you just know when you need to do things a little bit differently. There's no real point or anything. You, You just think, oh, let's give this a go and hope to hell that sometimes it'll work. <laughs> That's all marketing is though, man. Yeah. It's just trying out different ideas and then actually having a look to see how they went and then building on it from there. Mm. You know, if something goes well, great, do more of that. Yeah. If something doesn't go well, doesn't mean you have to ditch it straight away, no. like have a bit of a play, try something different with it and see how you go from there. Like it's really marketing is is trialing, yeah. is, is testing and trialing yep. things and then looking at your data to see how you went. Yeah. Um, And that's the fun of it, though, you know, especially in digital marketing, because we have that data sitting right there that will tell us, um, you know, whether this is of interest to people, whether this is something that people uh, Mm. want, they want and need, etc. And like you said, you know, during the pandemic, like the lockdowns and stuff like that, that was completely new territory for everybody. Mm, yeah. Mm, so, yeah. you know, at that point there was no rule books. There was no social media guru telling, well, if there was, they were idiots saying <laughs> you need to be doing this, you need to be yeah, doing that yeah. because they didn't fucking know. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? None of us no did. One did. No. You had to go by, and that comes from, and I think, Sorry, I hate the term social media guru and expert and stuff because I don't think anyone is. Yeah, they just think they point. are. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, I think that as much as people like us can give you advice and guidance and all that type of thing, at the end of the day, no one's going to know your audience like you do Mm, and mm. no one is going to know what you offer like you do and you need to listen to yourself in what you think is right to be putting out there. So, yes, I agree. Sometimes you do need to do things differently from what people are telling you or what you're seeing because you've got to listen to yourself Mm. and And that's where authentic marketing comes from. Sorry, Lana, I cut you off like twice. Well, I was just going to say you knew your market, well, your audience so well because mm. they're a face-to-face community that you literally gather yeah, yeah. And, and be neighbourly yes, with. Yeah. And oh, that was good. Be neighbourly yes. with. Nice. little well, draw on the name there. Neighbour Day on Saturday the 27th and, you know, our hashtag is Hub, hub Helpers. So, like, that's our new, uh, uh, one of our new hashtags because we try to be good neighbours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, we're a, good na- we're a neighbourhood centre, but we, at the end of the day, we try to be good neighbours too. Oh, my God, complete like total tangent is neighbors closing did i see that somewhere you know yes. the tv show they're yes. like shutting neighbors down yeah yeah very relevant to this conversation yeah. anyway <laughs> anyway i was gonna say she was pinpoint on knowing that her neighbors and the community that you know you're always face to face with we're all being locked down and in our homes and like in these little pigeonholes that we're all scared mm. and you realize okay well we 
don't need to overload them with all the news. Yeah. We yeah. just need to go, okay, we're here, we're with you, yeah. we understand. And yeah, be put supportive. some thought and care into it, man. Yeah, yeah and exactly. 100%. You guys are there to support the community yes. and that's what you did. That's what you led with. And I think another lesson, a really wonderful lesson has been the audience. So when there's that there's that post on, you know, the real mums and Mackay or, or one of the mums and bubs no pages or um, <laughs> one of those. I've heard of the mums and bubs ones. Yeah. So there's a page called real mums of Mackay. I have yeah. to look this up. Um, when there's a post around like play groups or where do you seek financial support, our audience are referring, you know, we're like, why are we Yay. getting tagged? And we think we're, you know, at I love the end when of the day, happens. yeah, we're cr- I want to create that awareness understanding of what we're doing. And when you pass that on and someone can be that conduit to filter the information to somebody who's newer to town or just doesn't know where to start, then I think we've done our job well. 100%. 100%. And you led perfectly into what I wanted to go into oh. next, which was what are some of the big lessons that you've learned along the way? So what have you learned that works and what have you learned that doesn't work? I mean, obviously we're talking about this, you know, you don't manage social media for a whole bunch of different brands. We're just talking about it from your not-for-profit organisation that you're in at the moment. But I think there's still a lot of insight that can be learnt on that individual level as well, especially the way that you guys do things because you do look at the data and you do give a shit about what you're doing. Yeah, Put those yeah. two things together. It's a pretty damn good strategy yeah, it's, right It's there. a good combination. <laughs> I think the things that have worked is review your data. You can't become complacent. The second thing is really keep it simple. We don't. It doesn't need to be, you know, a super wordy post. Um, you don't need to put all of the information no, into every single no. post. My but goodness, revelation. You don't post about all 12 programs in one day. No, no, wow. no. Crazy. That's part of what hasn't worked too, though, by the way. Um, we know organisations that do that. It's very interesting. It's um, try to have that core group of people who are passionate about that, I don't. I'm not really tech savvy in terms of you know the Facebook and and what you can do. So it's good the to have Facebook. a team. I know the I Facebook. picked that up too. It's it's <laughs> it's good to have a team that is passionate about that, a bit more passionate, or have the confidence around that. But you really just need to review who your audience is. The hashtags have worked. The emojis have worked. We've tried to get that Facebook algorithm correct if we can. I don't know if we do sometimes. Um, and the videos, because at the end mm. of the day, we are real people and we're trying to create that community connectedness within the region. So we want to show that. But we've done some things that are wrong. We've had too many people on the team, um, social media team. We've overscheduled or we've used the scheduled at its worst to schedule everything on the day. And we have done those really wordy posts where you just give up halfway through. Canva, I don't know if I've mentioned Canva, but Canva's helped us out a lot Mm -hmm, just mm -hmm. with terms of templates and what something can look like, whether it's a Facebook post or a Facebook, you know, a flyer or um, the cover page. And that's also helped with Instagram too. But I feel that... Yeah, creating that consistent professional look and feel. Yeah, And I think it's, you know, it's it's good to be using because it adds a different element to your posting, et cetera. Um, but it's also when you've got a, different people doing it, it can create a more consistent look and feel to what you're putting out there. But it can also make um, people who aren't as experienced or who don't think that it's their wheelhouse can make them feel a little bit more confident because if they're using a template, et cetera, then rather than just, like I'm shit at taking photos. Mm. So, you know, like um, when I just put up a photo, I'm always like, oh, God, got a good chuck a filter on that because yeah. it's not that good sort of thing. So if you do have different people and they've got a template they can use, yep. then that's sort of giving them a bit of a head start on creating a professional piece yes, of content. Yes, because you can get stuck into the professionalism. And Canva's great, don't get me wrong, but you don't want it to look like a Canva Facebook 
profile. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. the best piece of advice we were given was just take photos, take photos, take photos, take photos, take photos. Wonderful. Because there were stages where I was like, well, where are all our photos? Like we don't, like where are photos of playgroup or uh, sometimes people use, you mean just using it as, as graphics yeah, sort of thing. Or yeah, yeah. Pixabay for the free images or, you know, things like that. So when you want to showcase what playgroup looks like at Shakespeare Street. Take a photo of playgroup at Shakespeare yeah, Street. That's right. Woo-hoo. There's not a stock photo of that. <laughs> there are, but some of them were like years old. Yeah. Um, so w- we have a messenger group and it's just filled with photos. The only thing I realised the other week is we don't actually save those photos to our public share. <laughs> but hey, no, we're getting there. We're content getting there. bank. Yes, content bank, yes. Ben, please. We can't be good at everything at all times. So You're halfway there. They're in a central place. Yeah, they are. They are. We just haven't saved them. So that's been... Jade's zero inbox, so that would freak her out because that means deleted. Yes, yes. Well, there you go, Jade. We're working on it. (laughs) Another gold star in a year. I was going to say, that might be minus a gold star at the moment. You might need to earn that one back. She's twitching, like, how many photos are there in there? A lot, a lot. But again, um, (laughs) Ella has has really helped us out with, you know, saving of photo albums and and whatnot. so again, and you're making it easier for future you, yes, just so you yes. know. I think we just got caught up in the take the photos, take the photos. We're like, oh, God, we'll take photos. We'll take heaps of photos. And then we're like, well, what, what, what are we doing with these photos then? Like <laughs> putting them into a content bank. Yeah. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. <laughs> I'll keep you posted, Jade. I promise we'll see you through. <laughs> uh, oh, dude, that's funny. So I guess, you know, like you said, you guys started off on Facebook and you wanted to wait until you got good there first and then you branched out into Instagram. What have you found? Um, has been some of the biggest differences between what you do on Facebook to Insta or are you just literally posting across to it? No, we don't post across to it. That was probably one of my rules. You got your gold star oh, back. Okay, well, <laughs> oh, Trust me, that's that's a big one. Yeah, okay. I, I really, I felt that overwhelming sense of heaviness to just go with an Instagram page, but there were also some rules to to doing it. So Facebook, the way we see it is more of that formal engagement to, to mm-hmm. a degree. And Instagram, I hope I'm making sense, is the fun behind the scenes. 100%. Yeah. 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 That's how a lot of businesses work it as well sort of thing. So like Facebook is where they're doing their educational pieces, they're posting up their events and um, services and all that kind of stuff. And like, um, you know, they might be doing some, you know, testimonials or yeah. like here's our clients, etc. But then Instagram is the, like you said, the fun behind the scenes, yeah. which still it might be covering that same content but it's done in a different way. Um, So, yeah, that's a really common strategy and it's a common strategy because it works really well. Absolutely. So I guess if you look at like International Women's Week the other week, we um, did a variety of things across the centre. International Women's Week? International Women's Day. Oh, it is. I'm like, it is still just a day, yeah. isn't and it? And then it's Queensland Women's Week in the same week. So it's, oh. it's a big week. And obviously we're oh, a Queensland of, women get a whole week? Yeah. How have I not heard of that? Mm-hmm. You have I'm to a do, Queensland woman. Yeah, you have to do that next year. But <laughs> we attended the Resource Industry Network lunch. And if you look, there's nothing on Facebook about that. But on Instagram, we've done the stories, you know, to share. That's where we're at. That's what we're celebrating. In some instances, there may be that crossover just depending mm-hmm. upon what is going on, but it doesn't look or feel the same. I, I wanted it to feel and look very differently, but I feel we've got our 
vibe, if I can say that. Oh, um, you're so <laughs> trendy right now. <laughs> Thank you. I should come back more often. Oh, I love the compliments. Um, but, yeah, we, we've got an idea of what – I shouldn't even say it because I'm not doing it. It's Ella. Ella's got an idea of what she wants to like. But that's the beauty of like. being GM. You're like, we've done this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It hasn't <laughs> got – if it was just me leading it, I think it would have been disastrous. I may have not got any gold stars. But obviously, strategically, there's times that I come in and say, oh – don't really want it to look like that. And then other times I'm like, oh, that was awesome. Yeah. So it's, it's a bit of both. It's a team effort. I think there's five of us and, um, yeah, we're, we're doing an okay job. I think you're doing a great job. Thank you. Well, Thank you. okay, well, that makes me wonder, what is your next goal for social media or your marketing in that space? Oh, good oh, wow. question. Yeah, putting you on the spot. This was yeah. not in the agenda, by the way. <laughs> Normally really... that's a me thing. Look at you going off book. <laughs> we're really on this, I don't know if it's social media related, but we're really on this journey, as cliched as that sounds, around the next layer of our marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, we obviously have these Navy shirts that have the Neighbourhood Hub on it, but when you look at that, you and they're very corporate. They're a very corporate feel. That has a purpose too, though. But you don't necessarily see the logo and know what it is. Okay. So um, we're designing some just basic shirts that will say "Hub Helpers" on the back with the mm-hmm. logo on the front, tying um, it into that hashtag that you've already been establishing, yes, connecting the community. A bit of that hashtag too, and there is. Um, the, I don't want to give too much away because we're, we're hoping to reveal it next, <laughs> next, next Friday. Big secrets here. You heard it first. Yes. The neighbourhood hub. Everyone's been waiting to hear. Well, but I, I remember walking upstairs the other week and, and seeing the mock T-shirts because we brought a sir, cricket machine, a cricket machine. Have you yeah. heard of that? Oh, yeah, yes, I mean, I've got one of them. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about that offline. Well, we're, we're all into that now and just thinking like that was the vision that I wanted. E- exactly. I mean, I had it, I created it too, but that was – it's been that brought was to where, life. Yeah. That's such an exciting moment. Yes, and I think I said I loved it in a high, shrill, pitched voice more times than I've ever said in my life. <laughs> where I was like, she's crazy. Um, but that's where I see us going. It's the next step of that layer of what we're doing and um, we really want to get into the business industry world as well. So so I mm. think that that helps showcase what we're doing because we just, at the end of the day, everyone, regardless of what, your your life experiences or the journey that you're on, this is our community and we want a happy and healthy community and we've all got to work together to do that. But in order to do that, we need to showcase what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And over the last couple of years since the rebrand, I feel that we're in that spot to say, okay, we're going to take it to the next step. Does that answer the question though? Yeah, I think so. I don't know, yeah. but it was very interesting. <laughs> I've, I've, it was a good answer, was whether it was the right a, one or not. Who cares? That was awesome. I was going on some weird tangent and just went with it. So... <laughs> Yeah, it's not about the likes. It's it's just about continuing that awareness of what we're doing. And yeah, that's it. So Social media is not the end goal. No. You know, mar- those kind of things, you know, marketing in general. Like we have a lot of fun with marketing and that's why we're in that industry. But for people, whether you like it or hate it, it's not. It's it, that's not the end goal. It's what it can help you to achieve. Mm. And what you guys are doing is so important. And the fact that you've got these tools and resources available to you that you can learn and you know, fail on without it being a big deal as yeah, well. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you fail with a TV ad, that's an expensive bloody absolutely, exercise. Absolutely. Um, so I think I know we're not going to do TV ads and we're not doing Twitter or Snapchat or anything like Instagram and Facebook are enough. I would really like to do, um, and I'm working on at the moment, an overhaul of our website because mm-hmm. a lot of people, the stats do tell us a lot of people go back to the website mm-hmm. and website's just too clunky. Again, it's probably from those old days where, we needed. We felt like we needed to explain all we do, mm-hmm. and when you do that, you get lost in translation. So, 
Yeah, I know it's definitely not going to be – you're not going to see, like, Neighbourhood Hub Twitter page or Snapchat. I hope no one wanted to ask me if we could do that. <laughs> but, um, and no TV ads because we just – we can't afford it. I just don't think it gives – bang for buck, really. I don't mm. know. And that's what I mean. I think that, you know, as social media is one particular marketing channel has given you guys the ability to not only learn and grow on it mm. and find what works for you and what works for your audience, but has allowed to, you to amplify that impact that you're yeah, having on the yeah. community as well by reaching people who might never have heard of you otherwise. Absolutely. Um, and especially I think too, like it's fantastic all of the proactive positive stuff that mm. you do, um, but obviously all of the the darker side of some of the things that you yeah, guys do yeah. too, um, that, that stuff gets really pretty serious and that's where I think social media can actually become a saviour yes, um, for yes, some people as yep. well. So it's great to see you actually making such good use oh, of that thank you. gold stars all around. Thank you, thank you. My goodness, we'll have to listen back and see how many gold stars you got today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hundreds, hundreds. You can have a couple too, Lani. Oh, fantastic. Cool. All right, well, I think that just about covers it. Um, yep. You guys, you guys are doing amazing and we Thank can't you. wait to see for your excited new shirts. Yes, I'm yes. just going to hear you in my head. Is it bad that I want a shirt? <laughs> Not at all. A lot you of people want You have to go volunteer. Yes. You have to volunteer. But uh, the other thing with the volunteers. Not with kids though, right? No, I can I can no. I can volunteer in the like There's the multicultural side of things. There's programs yes. that they run. Do you do like cooking or anything like that? World I can Cafe. do. Yeah, join World multicultural Cafe on a cooking. Yeah. I can volunteer there. Absolutely. I'm not getting near the slobbering little mini people. I was going to say you have to do the cooking. You're not getting cooked for. I know you really like being cooked for. I and like watching watching people. Maybe a bit cook. of both. <laughs> That's not really helpful though. Anyway, <laughs> I think for our volunteers as well, if I can just also throw in like plug for them plug oh, away to being, <laughs> them to being part of the team though. When you have something that's a universal thing, regardless if you're an employee or a volunteer. Yeah. And we all know that there's, you know, if if we kind of look the same in terms of the shirts as well, we're easily identifiable to people Strengthens outside. Strengthens your brand. Yeah, yep. but also I want, like, we can't Strengthens do what we do without. their identity and yeah. stuff as well. They're a part of that organisation. Yeah, and their value. Absolutely. That's it. Marketing is not just about our external audience. Marketing is actually for our internal yeah, audience as yeah. well. So making your team feel like a team yes. um, and bringing their values and stuff to the forefront Absolutely. of what you do and then communicating that to the public. That's, that's to me, that is the purpose of marketing. So if you do come and volunteer, Jade, you can have a shirt. <laughs> Simple as that. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Nicolette, for coming no, in and talking you. to us. We really appreciate it. Um, I hope everyone's got some interesting insights and some tips on how to do some non-profit social medias and what will and won't will and may not work for you. I think too, like there's like some really good nuggets in there for organisations of any kind sort yeah. of thing. But yeah, especially in that not-for-profit space, I think that you spoke to that really well. So thank you so much no, for coming No, thank you for today. inviting me. It's been great. Thank you. And thank you again to Split Spaces Launchpad Studios for having us in-house today. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Marketing and Margaritas. Find more free marketing tips, tricks and laughs at rebelnation.com.au.